The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Inside Out with your host, Beth Green. This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, do you still feel excited about life? Lots of us have felt excited at different times of our lives, excited about a promising relationship, a new job, going to college, getting a first car, buying a house, or having a baby. What happened to that excitement? Do you still feel it? Was getting excited about a good thing? I'm sorry, was getting excited a good thing, or did it set you up for disappointment? Do you still feel excited about life? If so, congratulations. If it's gone away, where did it go? What is excitement? Is it even a good thing? Is it gone? Can you get it back? Host Beth Green is wondering about that herself, so she's inviting you to call in and talk with her and the gang about excitement, what it is and how to keep it. You can ask Beth to help you gain or recapture that sense of excitement in your life. So, Or you can just simply call to share your excitement and how you've kept it. After the program, like us on Facebook and share the show and join the post show forum. And you can see the link for that on the right side of Beth's host page. And now, here's Beth from the Inside Out. Hello, welcome to today's show. I hope you guys are lining up at the phone. I think this is supposed to be a, uh, a call a call-in show, but of course, I never know because only God knows what's ever going to happen on Inside Out, right, James? Right. So, okay, James, I want you to ask me, mm, am I excited about life? Are you excited about life? You darn Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's it. Get my shotguns out. Let's go for it. I'm going in. Well, you know, I was thinking about, because when I wrote this description, I was not feeling excited. And it's kind of unusual for me. But I've noticed uh, sometimes I'm excited about life and it gets to be too much like I get adrenalated and then I get stressed and I get fatigued and at the end of it I'm just dead. It's like, oh, too much excitement. You know, I can't handle it. Uh, Not at my age anyway. Um, But then at other times I'm just like, uh... Even if wonderful things are happening, I just can't feel it. I'm wondering if there's anybody else in the audience today who's had that experience that they look at their lives and they say, God, there's so many good things going on. Why don't I feel more excited about life? So what about you, James? Has that ever happened to you? That happens to me, yeah. When I get anxious or stressed, then that excitement turns into a different kind of excitement. Stressed excitement. Right, and then <coughs> uh, sometimes we just get down, and mm-hmm. even though everything is good, we're down. So I'm not going to tell people that there's nobody who has suffers from clinical depression, that there aren't people who lack serotonin or dopamine and all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about the physiological stuff. I'm talking about the spiritual, emotional stuff, about feeling positive, energized, raring to go, 
or not. And so, as I say, I was really surprised at myself because the day that I wrote that description, I was not feeling excited. And yet, all kinds of wonderful things were happening. And I thought, what is going on with me? So I thought, well, there's only one way to find out. Schedule an inside out on the topic, and then I'll find out. (laughs) Well, what I'd like to say about excitement that occurred to me just like one minute before we went on the air, because that's about how much pre-planning I do for a show. (laughs) Uh, Well, I would really like to tell you what I thought about one minute before the show, but now I can't even remember what I thought about when... Okay. Oh, yes. Now it's coming back to me. Okay. That it's hard to feel excited when there's some fundamental pain that we feel we can't either wrap our heads around and accept or that we'll never overcome. So I'd like everybody to take that in and think about that for a moment. If there's some fundamental pain in my life that I just can't accept it, or I can't see a way to change it, that can be a real downer. And no matter what else is going right, that can be enough if it's really significant. You know, think about people who are in, quote, successful marriages. They finally married the gorgeous woman or they married the wealthy lawyer the wealthy lawyer, and uh, or whatever it like is. Like the lawyer you married. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or, you know, there's something, you know, you seem to have everything. You've finally built the house of your dreams. You have 2.3 children, two dogs, a cat, and a gazebo. I mean... Aren't you supposed to be really, 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 really up or happy? Now, in my version of reality, it wouldn't look like that. My version of reality is people are watching Beth Green TV. Well, as a matter of fact, people are watching Beth Green TV. If you go to Beth Green TV on YouTube, you'll see we have like 129,000 views and we have almost 1,000 subscribers and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And people are beginning to like us on Facebook and listening to our show and it's like, oh my God, these are things that I've, that's make me happy. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not putting out a lot of energy for nothing. Now, I'm assuming that they're interested in what I'm saying or they feel somehow impacted by it or they wouldn't be subscribing to the show. They wouldn't be passing it on. They wouldn't be, uh, you know, like subscribing to our, I didn't mean the radio show, but I mean subscribing to our channel. And in addition to that, I look at our spiritual community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, and people are growing by leaps and bounds. And on top of that, if that were not enough, I have uh, started doing this program called 15 Minutes with Beth. And if you go to the YouTube channel and you watch some videos called Is This You?, You'll see, or if you watch the Power of Intuitive Counseling video, you'll see what we're doing. It's like, oh my God, I've always wanted to find a more effective way of working with people and helping them. And this 
technique or this modality is really working and I'm in a higher state of consciousness and I'm able to help people more. So I should be like ecstatic. I'm also married to a man I love and who loves me. We have our problems, but you know, who doesn't? I mean, and then on top of that, we are buying a piece of land which we cannot afford because it has a stream and a view of the mountains and it's inspiring. And I want to bring that energy, that tremendous, powerful power of the mountain to you guys on Inside Out, to everybody in the stream, to the people on our uh, who watch our uh, TV show. So here it is. All of this is happening. And I'm getting all kinds of positive. Oh, and I just won this award for my music my music video, which is also on um, Beth Green TV. These are things that are important to me. Really, really important to me. And uh, they're not trivial. Not to me. You know, you might not think they're important. But these are the things that count to me and in my life. And the most important thing is I think I'm finding myself more and more connecting to higher consciousness in a direct way, which is why I'm able to do such good work and do the 15 minutes with Beth. And our groups are going well and all of that. And I'm sitting there feeling dead inside. So, you know, what is the condition that I feel hopeless over? that I cannot accept and that I cannot change. You know, the serenity prayer says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Well, that's where I wanted to, I, I, I wanted to know. This morning, I was um, ill which happens to me very frequently. I'm uh, ill and I can't get out of bed. And James has prepared me lunch, but I, I can't even get out of bed to get it out of the refrigerator, right? So I'm thinking, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. And uh, I call up James and I say, hi, honey. He had no idea about this. I said, hi, honey, are you... How close are you to home? And he said, well, not very close. I'm just going to make it in time for the show. And I thought, I'm going to starve. I'm going to be lying here in this bed. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm getting weaker by the minute. And I can't get up and go to the refrigerator and open it and take out the food that's on a plate for me that he already did. He put out the bread for me to toast. He put out the salad dressing. I mean, you know. The fork was already there. You know, boy, and I kept saying, Beth, Beth, does anybody identify with this? I hope so. I hope I'm not just telling a story and people are going, oh, uh, this woman is so neurotic. I don't know why I listen to her. So anyway. Well, if the truth be known, you're chronically ill. You have fibromyalgia. I mean, Chronic fatigue and chronic lots fatigue. of other illnesses. Yeah. Lots of other illnesses. But, 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 I was lying there and I said, is it really true is it really true that I cannot get up right now? Is it really, really true? Okay, I, I fractured my back some months ago. Then I couldn't get up. But I, okay, is it really true that I can't get up? And I kept saying, I can get up. I can get up. I can do this. I can do this. And I got up and I got into the kitchen and I 
ate l- amazing, right? I ate, actually ate lunch. I, I hope you guys are not snickering. I hope you guys are identifying on some level. And so I realized all of a sudden that I had a deep-seated belief, deep-seated belief that I am weak. I'm always going to be weak. And there's nothing I can do about it. Now, it's very understandable that I would feel that way. I have been chronically ill for 55 years. <laughs> and I have tried everything. Psychological, physiological, you know, uh, you know. Anyway, and, you know, I'm getting old and I'm getting worse and worse and worse. So I was like, you know, I should. But it's not on that level. It isn't even that I actually think I'm going to get better tomorrow. It's that there's some voice in me that says, I just can't take care of myself. And I don't know why. And it it may be true, of course, and it is often true that I'm physically not capable. But I also know that there's an energetic component. And I want to know what that is. So I started to have these amazing thoughts. Now, these thoughts, I have to say, were triggered by a session of 15 minutes of Beth that I did today. Um, and I, I felt myself kind of stupid and blocked. And I saw this guy who could not compete with his brother, just couldn't do it, couldn't let himself compete with his brother. And he shouldn't be competing with his brother. He should just be himself. We should never compete with anybody. But see, he had this idea in his head from a very young child that he had to not compete with men because he could not compete with his brother. And I can't even tell you what kind of a mashed potato he's made himself into. And when that occurred to me and I was trying to drag myself out of the bed to get into the kitchen, I kept saying, some, a, a thought came to me, when was I strong? I said, to, I said to God, God, help me to be strong again like I had ever been strong. And I never realized that I had ever been strong because the truth is that before I was 15, I was ill. <laughs> I just wasn't as ill as I became when I was 15. So I was like, oh, my God. And I'm not denying you know, any of this or any of the physiological aspects of it. But there is some strength that I had that I didn't that I don't have now, some inner strength. And I know it sounds ridiculous because if you look at my website, bethgreen.org, you'll see I've written five books, done three CDs of music. I'm doing more music. I founded a school of intuitive counseling. I, you know, I've founded a spiritual community that's thriving. I work. I do all this stuff. And I'm chronically ill and take no medication because I, I can't tolerate medication. So I'm having pain and I'm this and that. And so you would say, Beth, You are like the strongest person I have ever met. Nobody can do what you can do. Well, I don't care. I know that there is something in me that said, I can't be as strong as I am. And I had a flash of what that was. And that's why I'm so darn excited today. Because I'm excited because I had a flash of why I have this inner that there's in an inner weakness when I feel the competition of others. When people compete with me, I fall apart. And I saw why. 
And that's why I'm excited because I no longer feel that I can either not wrap my head against my around my disability or do anything about it. I don't know what the outcome is going to be on the outside, guys. But I know on the inside, I was able to get out of bed and go to the refrigerator. And if you think that's a small feat, don't kid yourself. Because when you're as energetically sensitive as I am, which is why I do such a great job <laughs> oh, with my clients, um, you are impacted. I am impacted by the feelings that people have towards me that are a thousand miles away. And I thought, yes, I think I see it. I think I see it. I think I see the fear that makes me weak when people compete and they're angry because they don't feel good about themselves. I saw it for myself. So now I'm challenging you guys to get on the phone and call me. If you want to find out why you're not excited about your life, give it a call. Give it a try. Let's see if we can't see why you feel you can't either accept your condition or do something about it. What do you think of that, James? I agree. Everybody should, you know, get in gear and, and get things happening that help them heal so they can have greater well-being. Ah, yes. So we are going to go to commercial break, and I expect a call or a James. When we come back <laughs> from commercial break, I want to go, for the, I want to help people, I want to do this myself. Yes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, bethgreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is Beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Hi, welcome back to Inside Out. And we have a caller. We have a couple of callers, as a matter of fact. The first one is Amy from San Diego. 
Hi, Beth and, and James. Hello, Hi. Amy. Well, I was thinking the same question you're asking. If if a lot of things are going well in my life, and from the outside it looks like I have it all together, you know, a physician, a musician, live in a condo that I love, live in a wonderful spiritual with work with a wonderful spiritual community, and and so on. Why am I not excited about life? And the reason I'm giving myself at the moment is that I'm having uh, significant financial difficulties. But even before that, I don't think I was feeling excited per se. Right. Okay. So uh, let's see. Hmm. What? There's a specific question you want to ask me, Amy. Please tell me what it is. Um. Do I do I think that I'm supposed to be excited? Or well, you are. Suppo- hmm? You are supposed to be excited. There is no reason that we shouldn't be excited about life. I don't care what your condition is. There's always something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> even when you know, even when I'm dead sick, you know, broken, have yet another fracture or whatever it is. I can find something to get excited about. You know, oh, I'm excited about, you know, for some people it's their grandchild's birthday. For me, it's, oh, look at the consciousness that I'm gaining or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're supposed to be excited about life. You know, just because we are supposed to be spiritually neutral doesn't mean we're not supposed to be excited. I mean, neutral means to me that we're not attached to any particular outcome. Excitement about life means that we have the strength and the energy to keep going forward despite the problems. So that is not the question you have. Amy, what is the question? What am I afraid of? Yes. Okay. So ask me that question. Okay. Beth, what am I afraid of? You're afraid of yourself. In terms of trusting my capacities to handle things? I have no idea. All oh. I know is, you know, that's all I got so far. We have to take one question at a time, right? Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, because I follow the breadcrumbs. All right. So, you are afraid, you're not excited about life because you're afraid of yourself. And now, ask me, what about myself am I afraid of? Okay. What about myself am I afraid of? I have to, it's taking me a while because I have to go through all your rationalizations, your <laughs> stories, your, uh, everything that you think, you know, if I gave you a chance, you could come up with 10 things. And, I, and I've got to get through good all or of not? them. What's that? 10 things that are good or not? I, they, they're, they're all wrong. So oh. the, the point is that everything you think, I have to eliminate. So I, I'm trying to get through the, uh, the cloud cover, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Okay. That's good. Uh, Just a second. Okay. Sorry okay. to make it difficult. I'm going I'm to tell you something uh, uh, odd that's okay. coming to mind, which is um, I see you with a stone in your hand and you're a child and you're throwing the stone and you're very angry. Who are you angry at? Well, I guess my mom, cause, but that's probably going to be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ask me, is it your mother? Okay, is it my mother? I uh, Yes and no. See, you were partly right. It's your mother, but it isn't just your mother. It's what? Well, my, my dad? Yes. Okay. And your par- both, so ask me, is it both my parents? Is it both my parents? Yes. And why are you angry at them? 
Well, you're a they, child. You're a yeah, child now. They ex- okay, they expect too much of me. They no. Give me- no? No. Hmm. It has to do with their relationship. Oh, yeah, okay. What is it? Well, it looks good, but they bicker. Yes, you can't stand their relationship. It's, I, I, don't, I forget about the looks good. It doesn't mm-hmm. look good to you. No. You're in the midst of it, and you feel that you, what I was picking up, too, was that they argue with each other a lot, mm-hmm. and, and you hate it, and you're angry at both of them, and you feel trapped, and you don't know what to do about it. Okay, mm-hmm. now I want you to see yourself... That's still that way now, and they're 87 and 90. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, okay. I react the same way, too. <laughs> okay, All now, right. okay, so you're, I don't know, six, seven, uh, something like that. Okay. All right, so now you've got a stone in your hand, and what do you want to do with it? I would probably want to throw it at them. That's exactly what you want to do. And do yeah. you? No. What do you do instead? I pretend I don't care. Mm, not exactly. Well, I wrote an angry letter to my mom once, and then I wouldn't give it to her because I was afraid she'd get mad. Okay. So you don't throw the stone at your parents because you're afraid, and instead you simmer, resent, mm-hmm. and shut down. Yes. You're, you're afraid of yourself, of opening your mouth and saying what you really see and feel. Yeah. That's that's what you're afraid of. This goes way not back. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Huh? It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, enough. Okay. okay. So, so, okay. So now, given that, what are you doing to yourself? You're deliberately... Suppressing? Yes. What's yeah. to be... How can you be excited when you're suppressed? Right. And so you got into the habit, very young, of suppressing what you really see and think. Now, right. you would wait until you got so angry that you couldn't control it, and then you would blast people. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I would wait till I couldn't stand anymore, and then, of course, I'd think, okay, I won't get mad again. I won't have any feelings. That's the way to do it. Right, exactly. So the then there it is. all over again. Now, what I'd like you to do... I know this is going to sound homicidal, but I don't care. Just for the moment, I want you to take the stone and throw it at your parents. They're in the middle of an argument right now. Uh-huh. Uh, they're arguing. They're bickering. Of course, everybody's parents bicker. But anyway, doesn't matter. And I want you to throw the stone. What now? Do you throw it at them or do you throw it somewhere else to get their attention? What do you do? Give yourself free. Well, if I was gutsy enough, I would throw it at them. Okay. Then do it. Okay. <sighs> Shot the hell out of them. Okay. And me too. Now, who did you hit? I hit my dad. Okay. And That's I see right. you I'll now. One. Okay. Very good. Now I see you running up to him, right into his face. After that? Yes. Okay. After, you know, you shock him, you've mm-hmm. hit him with a stone. You run up right into his face and you uh-huh. say, What I say is, Who do you think you are? No, you stupid SOB. Okay. You stupid SOB. 
what? Tell them. Oh, you stupid son of a bitch. Go ahead. Oh, what? more? Yeah. Um, Why is he stupid? Why is he stupid? He doesn't see how he criticizes people, how he makes them feel bad. Yes. How he puts down my mom constantly. That's right. Oh, yeah, she used to tell me about that, too, besides... Anyway, yes. Okay, okay. So it puts down me, puts down my mom. Yes. And you're not so great yourself. Who the the hell are you to be putting everybody down? Exactly. All right, now... I'm supposed to say that? Yeah. Okay, who the hell are you to be putting somebody else down? You're not so great yourself. Right, okay, so now... Uh, remember, you're six or seven, right? This is not going to be a deep analysis. You're, right. you're not going to have compassion for him about his childhood, right? At this moment, we're just trying to release the energy. Right. So, uh, right, because I'm not recommending that everybody go around screaming at everybody. But no, no. <laughs> but this is, you know, at, you need to release this energy. So now at that moment, you look at your mother and you say, and as for you. <laughs> and as for you. Do you know how scary you are to scream all the time? No? No. Okay, I don't know. You're no better than he is. Okay. You're no better than he is. Why because is that? Because he puts people down too? Yes. Okay, because you're very critical. Okay. Yes. You put people down too. Right. Me, you mean? No, no. Just oh, okay. Say to my mom. I mean, I do yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, you know better than he is. You put people down too. I don't like either of you, actually. <laughs> I don't like either of you, actually. And I'm going away. And you go, you know, to your dollhouse or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. You, I you definitely needed to, to have done this then. And I'm going away. Because I felt That's totally right. trapped that I couldn't. Right, but you could. Right, you see, if I had seen are, that. Are, are you trapped? No, I just thought so. That's right. Because you had the power if you were willing to take the risk. Yeah. Okay, I got to go because I've got other callers. Sure. But it was great example, Amy. I'm sure a lot of people will identify with you. Do you understand? You are, this is... You, we get down when we feel like we either can't accept a situation or we can't change it. But you had the power to change it. You just didn't, uh, weren't willing to take the risk. And maybe that has changed today. So be it. Yes. Thank okay. you so much. Yes. You're welcome. Okay. And our next caller is Elizabeth, also from Hi. San Diego. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, welcome. Hi. Well, it feels like there's some connection that I have with what Amy just shared in regards with parents' interactions. Yes. As to why I feel like I, I'm, I can't be happy. Well, the question is, are you excited about life? I didn't ask you if you were happy. Oh, am I excited about life? Yes. Am I? Yes, you're very excited about life. Then why don't I feel it? Aha! <laughs> now, that's a good question. Why don't you feel it when you are? So you're more like me. Uh, you know, I really was excited about all these things happening, but I couldn't show it 
because I didn't want to make somebody close to me jealous. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hard not to see. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I had to, I just kept suppressing and suppressing, and it started way young for me. Okay, so now, is the issue for you that you are excited, but you can't show it? Ask me. Is it, is, for me, is it that I am excited, but I just can't show it? Yes, and who are you afraid to show it to? I'm going to say my siblings. Yes, and why are you afraid to show it to your siblings? Because they feel such resentment already, because I'm spoiled. Um, no, no, no. They f- okay. No, the the first part was right. They feel resentment already, but it's not because you're spoiled. They feel resentment already. Uh, hmm. Does it have to do with mom and dad? No. Does that have to do with me? Yep. Do they see me have, uh, that I am excited? Yes. And, and who's upset by that? Who's upset by that? Are my siblings upset and my parents upset? Is it some, it's, it, it's in the neighborhood of siblings. Is it a particular sibling or particular siblings? Is it a sister? No. Okay. Is it a brother? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I know we're geniuses on this program. Yeah, really. Okay. <laughs> okay. It- Which, what brother of yours is upset to see you excited about your life? Uh, the third one. Should I say a name? Yes, yeah, say a name. Dick. Dick. Yes. Yeah. And that's because he has problems and he doesn't, can't either wrap his brain around them or change them. Right? He's not excited about his life because he can't wrap his brain and accept what his problems are and he doesn't feel like he can change them. Now, which is it for Dick? Is it that he can't change it or that he can't accept it? Oh. He can't accept it. That's right. And why can't he accept it? Oh. Well, I want to say because he looks at all of his siblings and they don't have that problem that he does. That is true, but that is not the reason. The reason is that his family doesn't accept it. There's no oh, model. His family doesn't accept it. Oh. No. No, they're oh. not accepting it. They're saying there's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. They're oh. keep, they have been thinking that there's something wrong with Dick since very early on. Yep. And he absorbs that because, of course, he's picking up that feeling. And, he, and he, he knows or thinks or believes there is something wrong. He has no idea what to do about it. And he thinks that's a bad thing. And he feels defeated. And it eats him up alive. Now, as you see that, 
how does that impact you? Oh, God. Um, I really care about him, and I don't want him to feel worse about himself. Right. So it makes me want to hide what I'm That's- feeling. It makes you want to hide your excitement about your own life. So what I'd like you to do, we have just a couple minutes before our next commercial break. I'd like you to see yourself going over to Dick and telling him the truth. I know how difficult this is for you. Dick, I know how difficult this is for you. Because you don't feel excited about your life. Because you don't feel excited about your life. But I do. I feel excited about mine. But I feel excited about my life. And I, I wish I could help you to find and a w- way to feel excited about yours. And I wished I could find a way to help you feel excited about your life. Ah, take a deep breath. Ah, in a situation like that, and this is true for so many others, and I'm sure there are many listeners who can identify with you. Instead of you helping the other person to lift themselves up, you pull yourself down. Yep. That's what I did. Ha! And now what I'd like you to do after... You know, you get off the phone today as I want you to visualize yourself with your brother, supporting him to find a way to wrap his head around what's wrong with him and not feel doomed by it and see what it is about himself and about his life that he can feel excited about. Use your energy, your strength, and your excitement to help him to lift himself up. You can't lift him up, but you can support whatever energy he has because you're the one who's going to call the lie because you're going to go towards him and you're going to tell him, this may be true about you, but that doesn't mean that you are doomed. That doesn't mean that you're no good. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Ah, and now everyone in the audience who's been in a situation like that, I want you to imagine yourself going to the person before whom you made yourself a rag in order to not make them feel bad about themselves, either because you were afraid they were going to kill you or because you were afraid they would kill themselves on some emotional level, if not a physical level. And break that pattern by bringing your excitement about yourself and your life to them to help energize a transformation in them and for them. We're going to go to commercial break right now. We have a couple of more callers waiting for us when we come back. So stick around. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, bethgreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. 
Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Welcome back to Inside Out. Uh, Today we're talking about being excited about life. And is it a good thing? You're darn rootin' tootin' it's a good thing. Not being hysterical. Now, I want to share a few things about that before we go on. We have two more callers, and I definitely want to take their calls. But I'd like to reiterate something. What I've been sharing is that we don't feel excited about life when we either feel like there's some fundamental pain that is we can't accept or that um, uh, we can't do anything about. And we've been looking at some examples of that in various people's lives. And what I'd like to say now about how, when I was talking earlier about how sometimes when I get excited that I burn out because I feel all adrenalated, I'll tell you why. It's because of the fear that I carry about being excited about my life because I felt very threatened that if I were excited about my life that I would be killed. And so when I get excited about my life, an an adrenalated fear energy comes up and I've been thinking all along that I'm too excited or that it's the excitement that's getting me. It's not that. It's the fear guy that causes the adrenalation that causes me to burn out. And now we have our next caller. It's Irene from Fallbrook. Welcome, Irene. Uh, thank you, Beth. I, I'm not entirely sure why I'm calling. Um, I know that I have always thought of myself as being excited about life. I've made many changes and always felt excitement at them, but I'm coming to terms with where it's the adrenalated um, excitement of what I'm leaving. It's an excitement about leaving something rather than what I'm going towards. Mm. You mean like, oh, I'm going to get out of this miserable situation. Oh, now I'm getting out of that miserable situation. But without a sense of direction, is that what you're saying? Uh, Okay. I mistake it for excitement about my life. But in fact, I've been very numb. And I had a a session with Helen today and got back to some real, real, real connection to 
what my life is about. And it's so new, I, I don't know whether I'm excited about it or not. I think I am. So, Irene, what are you asking me? Uh, yeah. I, I, is this for real, I guess, is what com- is, comes to mind. Is what for real? Is what I'm feeling now, this kind of openness to being really connected to myself and to other people. Well, first of all, I have to challenge you. I do not agree with you that you've always been only excited about leaving something. I don't think that's true. Okay. So that's the first thing. You you didn't ask me, is this true? I would have said, no, it's not. Oh, okay. So let's go back to there. Right. So, okay. Are you excited about life, Irene? Yes, I am. Okay. And who are you hiding that from? Oh, oh. (laughs) God? Am I hiding it from God? No. Okay. My father? No. Hmm. Think about it in real terms. This is not just like, oh, out of my head. I mean, think about it. As you're a child, who don't you want to see who, uh, see that you're excited about life? I don't know if I said that right, but everybody understands what I meant. Yeah, I know what you mean. As a child, who... From whom were you hiding that you were excited about life? My mother... No. Kathy? Yes. And why were you hiding that from Kathy? Because I felt I stole her life. By? Taking my mother from her. Okay. So take a deep breath. Now, very quickly, because I have another caller and I don't want to run out of time, and I think you can do this quickly. What do you need to do with Kathy? You need to go to Kathy, and I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing, and you need to tell her to, to, to stop kissing your father's ass, because if she did, she'd be more excited about her own life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what's blocking her excitement about life, not you. Mm, mm. Okay, take a deep breath. Ah. <sighs> Great. And when you get off the call and after the show today, I'd like you to follow up on that. Okay, thank you. Very welcome. And last but not least, we have Helen that was Irene was just referring to, I believe. Is this the same Helen? This is. <laughs> Hello, I, Helen. Thank you for taking my call. I am excited about life, and I think I'm hiding it from my mother because I, you know, I never thought of this before, but I think that I was afraid if she saw me be happy, she would kill herself. That's right. Because then she wouldn't need to be here at all. 
or something. I'm not sure why. Oh, okay, let's try to get closer to that. Now, it, I, um, what's coming to me is that if she saw you excited about life, especially uh, because you're living under similar circumstances, then she would have to question why she isn't. Right, right. I thought it, of that first, actually. Oh. <laughs> so why, would, why did you... It make her judge herself in some way. Yes. So why did you suppress that since you already had the answer? Um, I think I was doing it right then. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I want you to start running around. You're, uh, I don't know how old you are, maybe eight or something like that. Um, You're a, a you look kind of thin to me, actually. I don't know if you really are or you just have that kind of sprightly energy. And uh, you're, uh, I don't mean like emaciated, but, you know, like you're just running around and you're, uh, I, I, it's such, such an odd image. You look like a farm girl in, you know, in tattered clothes or something. I'm not even saying that this ever happened literally, but I'm seeing this so clearly that your, uh, you know, your hair isn't exactly washed. Your 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 dress. You're wearing a kind of a dress, and it isn't very nice. And you are just running around and running around and running around and getting into the dirt and painting and just becoming uh, just like wildly messy and having a ball. I can totally see it. Can you? Absolutely. Now, did and the that? Too. Yes. I'm, I go to the stream too. And you go to the stream, and you you get your feet dirty, and you love it, and you love it, and you love it, and you love it. And did you do that as a child? Was that you as a child? Well, some of it. I, I honestly think we did more of that with my father, or when we were on our own. Yes. Than with our mother, but yes, I did do a lot of that. Uh, so what's the but? Because you're saying, I absolutely can see this, but this is not 100% you as you were. Well, I didn't paint. Yes. I didn't do much art as a kid, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there was a, a serious side, too, where I was watching the other siblings, you know, if we were out. That's not it. What is different about the image that I'm seeing? Where, you well, know, I'm, my hair isn't braided, and, you know, in, in your image, I'm kind of wild and dirty. Yes. In my image, you're thin, wild, and dirty. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't... I wasn't thin. I wasn't at all fat, but I wasn't thin. Right. And I wasn't wild or dirty. That's right. And that is the difference in these two images. Now, I'm telling you, you could have been. And I'm going to ask you why you were not thin, wild, and dirty. Not that I think thin is better than plump or anything. I'm just telling you I see this. Why I wasn't thin, wild, and dirty? Yes. Well... Because they made us take a bath every night. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can get dirty and take a bath every night. No, that's 
No, you can do better than that, Helen. We got dirty. Tell Helen, don't argue with me. Okay. Why why were you not cuz we were going to run out of time. I didn't want to cause trouble for my mother. Well, why would that have been No, you didn't want to cause trouble for my father? That's right. That is right. And why would it why would you have caused trouble for your father if you'd been thin, wild and dirty? This is hysterically funny. Uh, let's see. Why would I have caused trouble for my father? Yeah. Well, it would. He would have had to pay more attention to us, maybe, if we were wild. No, I don't think that's it. It has to do with uh, she would have blamed him. Oh. Yeah. And what? Okay, wild and dirty. I can see. What is it? What is it about being thin? Why is it that I can see you thin? I'm not talking about the size of your bones. Um, what was it about seeing me thin that would have made her angry no. at him? No, what, why am I seeing you as thin and you weren't thin? And I'm not talking about your bone structure. You weren't thin because you were doing what? Uh, sublimating my feelings. That's right, already. Yeah. Because you wanted to be more creative, more expressive, and all of those things, but you didn't dare do it because you were afraid that she would have blamed him. And we only have like 30 seconds left before we have to go. How do you know she would have blamed him? She blamed him anyway <laughs> for everything. She blamed him for everything. Forever. Yes. And so if she had been annoyed, and, and why, did, why would you have cared at that age about whether or not your mother blamed your dad? Well, because he probably was already half out the door, and I certainly didn't want her to push him out the rest of the way. I didn't want to be the one that gave her an excuse or... Yes. Or gave him the excuse. Or gave him the excuse, right, of making our household more unpleasant for him. That's right. So what I'd like you to do after the show is I want you to go back and stop eating, start playing, and face that. Okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. James, we're okay. on a, a, a mad rush to end the sure. show. Go ahead. Yes. Next show, kindness. When is it real? When is it a manipulation? In a recent workshop, a participant admitted that she's nice in order to get people to love her. Is that really kindness, or is it manipulation? If you've ever been nice in order to get someone to like you, etc., etc., an employer, a person in relationship, then why did you do it? What was the result? How can you tell when your kindness is genuine versus when it is manipulation? This is the theme we're going to get into in the next show. So stay tuned. And, and like us on Facebook, and don't do it just because you like us or you want us to like you don't do it just don't do it just to be nice and now for a final word from Beth I think I discombobulated James because because uh, <laughs> we're in a rush anyway we're going to talk about the difference between being nice really genuinely kind and manipulating and I bet you've had that experience you've either done it yourself or it's happened to you and you don't like it so join us next time on Inside Out be there or be square 
Thank you for making us a part of your week. Listen for the next edition of Inside Out with Beth Green and James Maynard next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a great week. Thank you.